Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's a good place to give him some praise. Hallelujah. That's a good place to give him some glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We exalt you. Hallelujah. We extol you. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Could you rest upon your feet as you give God some glory? Could you rest upon your feet in reverence to the great I am? Hallelujah. Can you rest upon your feet for the God of God? And the King of Kings, His name is Jesus. Hallelujah! Oh, you're worthy. Hallelujah! You're worthy. Hallelujah! You're worthy. Hallelujah! community in every state in every city in every country no matter what is going on all around us he is worthy to be praised worthy to be exalted and we just thank him today we give him him all the glory and the honor for without him we could do nothing oh no goodness of our own lest any man should boast but we're saved only by the grace of God. And I just thank him on this morning for the opportunity to be here. 
I give him thanks for my pastor on this morning, his companion on this morning. We give God glory for them. Give God some thanks. Hallelujah. For the man and woman of God in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. I thank my wife this morning. My daughter, Charity, this morning. We just want to thank and praise God for all the saints of God. For his name is to be praised. I'm just going to come quickly on this morning. Um, By no way planning to be before you long. Just want to call your attention to the book of Psalms. Psalms 150. We're going to read that in its entirety. Thank you, Jesus. And let us read that together if you don't mind. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise him, God, in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you may be seated. In Psalms 150, I like to use for a topic, give God the praise. Give God the praise. And I know that, you know, we all have been going through some things and so glad that God knows all about our troubles, knows all about what we're going through. And I'm so glad that he's concerned about everything that concerns us. But we have in this particular chapter and scripture has been given an exhortation by the writer here to praise God. To exhort means to urge strongly. It's an urgent appeal. It's a language intended to incite, meaning to to stir up, to, to move to action and encourage. To praise, praise in an expression of approval. It's an act of worship or acknowledgement by which the virtues or deeds of another are recognized and extolled. Our praise toward God is is the means by which we express our joy to the Lord. We are to praise God both for who he is, and also we are to praise him for what he does. Praising God for who he is 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 called adoration. Praising him for what he does is known as thanksgiving. Praise of God may be in a song or it may be in a a, a prayer. It may be individually or it may be collectively. It may be spontaneous or it may be prearranged 
originating from emotions or from the will. Well, in other words, from emotions, it may stem from something God did that touched you. He may have brought your child off of the street or he may have delivered them from drugs or he may have healed your body from a infectious disease that caused your emotions to be aroused and therefore you find yourself raising up your hands. Therefore you find yourself raising up your voice and giving God the glory. I know you got a mask on, but it, you, you should be, shouldn't be prohibited in giving God a hallelujah. I know you got your mask on, but it shouldn't inhibit you from telling God, thank you, Jesus. Because God has truly been good to us. Uh, and, and, and it's the will, the will, uh, the will, a choice, uh, a willingness, a habitual action, a natural tendency or disposition. In other words, it's not because a particular thing happened, uh, but rather it is because you have made up in your mind. Rather, it's because uh, not that something happened to you or somebody did it for you, but you made a, uh, uh, you made a, a choice. As David said, when he said in Psalm 71, 6 and 14, he said, my praise shall continually of you, shall be continually of you, and I will praise you yet more and more. Your situation, it, it might not have changed. Matter of fact, your situation may have even gotten worse. You may find that it may be tore up from the flow up. It may be that your situation has been turned upside down. But you have made up in your mind. That is, the songwriter said that I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The writer said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. A lot of times that's all you have to do is just begin to think about the goodness of the Lord. You know, just riding down the highway the other day, me and my family, and, and being able to enjoy um, Thanksgiving with just my immediate family, and, and just riding down the road, and, and just listening to the, the songwriters, they began to lift up their voices and give God praise. It just brought back to my remembrance the goodness of the Lord. And as the songwriter said, when my soul just begins to think about what God did for me. It's enough to lift up my hands. It's enough to lift up my voice. It's enough to give God glory because of who he is. I'm not going to be before you long, but the writer gives an exhortation to praise God. He specifically tells us who to praise. Not only that, but he tells us where to praise, why to praise, how to praise, and who 
should praise. He concludes by saying in that last verse of Psalms 150, he said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So the only qualification that you have to have on this morning is to be breathing. It does not matter if you're black or white. It does not matter if you're rich or poor. It does not matter whether you're young or old. God is worthy to be praised. And that's what happens when, when we begin to praise God. We take the focus and attention off of everything else. You know, when we begin to extol him, it means to, to lift him up higher and higher and higher. Because if we're not careful, we'll be so distracted by everything else that is going on all around us. Psalms 100, 1 through 5 says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. He says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye, not, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his course with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all, to all generations. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. We have to have a, a mind to give God what is due to him. Because whether you know it or not, or whether you believe it or not, God knows everything that we're going through. You know, the thing about it is, I know many of us probably came into 2020 with a plan. We had a plan. You know, whether that plan is natural or whether it was spiritual, we came into 2020 with a plan. But things that were beyond our control may have tried to throw us off course, may have tried to detour our destiny. Because you got to understand that you have a plan. Satan has a plan. Matter of fact, in John 10 and 10, it says, The thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But one thing about it in that same scripture, in that same verse, God told you his plan. He has a plan that we may have life and that we may have it, what? More abundantly. I mean, life is not just living, going from one day to the next, doing this or doing that. But the life that he's talking about, he's going to give us life in abundance, spiritual life, a, a, a connection of fellowship with him. You know, it was his will in the very beginning as he created man to be in fellowship with man. It was always God's desire. You know, he came and he talked to Adam in the cool of the day. It was always his desire to be in fellowship with man. But because of sin, 
Sin tainted or sin broke that communication or that fellowship with man. But what? God didn't leave us in that sinful state. But he was so concerned about us. What did he do? That he came down through 42 generations that we may have life and have it how? More abundantly. Because he was concerned about everything that concerns us. He has a plan. He said, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I know we're living in some devastating times, but God's plan is still his plan. God is still going to do what God does. God's word cannot fail. God's word, he said before heaven and earth, before his word shall fail, heaven and earth shall pass away. Before one jot or tittle of his word fail, heaven and earth shall pass away. So that allows me to see that the, the safest place that we can be is in the word of God. Why? Because the word of God is not going to fail. The word of God, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So he just wanted me to give you a word of exaltation to, to lift up your head, lift up your countenance. You know, remember our purpose of, of why we're here. We're going to go through something. I think what David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will what? Fear no evil. Why? Because thou art what? With me. Thou rod and thy staff. What? It comforted me. Thou prepared the table before me in the what? Presence of mine enemies. Thou anointed what? My head with oil. My cup what? Runneth over. For surely goodness and mercy. What will it do? It will follow us all the days of our life. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what's going on in your life. Remember that you're being followed. You're being chased by goodness and mercy. And it's going to show up even when you don't feel like it sometimes. But just as the songwriter said, when I need it most. During my downtime. During that time when the enemy may come and may have clipped me to my knees. But grace and mercy. His following is right there. And I thank God for that. Psalms 103, 1 through 3, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget what? Not all of his benefits. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing to be saved. You know how we work on our job these days and time. They want you to give you a, a want you to be employed. Uh, want you to fill out the application. Uh, want you to take the job, but they don't want to give you any benefits. <laughs> they don't want to give. But why? Because if something happens, they don't want you on a liability against their company. In other words, they don't want to put out their money on you. They want your service, but they don't want to take care of you. But that's not how God is. Forget not all of his benefits. 
You know, the scripture said that even when we were in our sin, God loved us. He didn't start loving us when he brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. But when we were out there, what? Running. When we were out there doing what we wanted to do. When we were out there doing what we felt was right. Something could have happened at any time. And as the word said, we could have lifted up our eyes in hell. But I think about that so much. But I'm so thankful that God didn't leave us in that sinful state. But he sent a word. A rhema word that was able to get into our spirit. That was able to start giving us a thirst and a hunger after his righteousness. He sent us a word that would eventually be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So we're just not like a vagabond. We're not like an aimless wanderer. But we have a plan and a purpose for our life. So we should praise God. Why? We should praise him because... We can. We should praise him wherever we can. And we should praise him while we can. Because the day is coming. The day is coming. Do we not always have that privilege? But as Paul said, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So just as long as you keep him first. So I say unto you, give God the praise. And know that he is worthy to be praised. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. And I just want to extend this invitation. This invitation that, you know, first of all, it extends to those that don't know him in the fullness and in the power of his might. That don't know him in the fellowship of his suffering. This invitation extends to those that have not received him have not been filled with that precious gift of the Holy Ghost, or perhaps not have been baptized in Jesus' name. This invitation is extended to you. Why? Because God cares. And like I told you before, he has a plan for our lives. I think it was Winston Churchill said this. He said, it's not enough to do our best, but we have to do what is required. So it's not enough to just say, well, I'm just doing the best. I'm just trying to do the best I can. Because with God, it's like this. He's not going to require us to do nothing that he's not going to empower us to do. If he requires it of us, he's going to give us an opportunity to do it. So this is your day. This is your opportunity. This is your moment. And don't let it be said. That I was in church November the, what, 29th, 2020, when I got an invitation, personal invitation, from the Lord, and I didn't take it. Well, perhaps it may be somebody that's want to touch and agree. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that God can and God will. It may, just may, may mean that, that you just need to let that one or two be gathered together in his name and knowing that he is in the midst. Invitation is yours.
you, Father. I gotta give you thanks. Because, Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at it now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, I gotta give you praise. Because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God, and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive, and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.